reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, I think uh, Madhyalila chapter 28, text 99. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavate Nindadvesha Adiyara Manete Achil Prabhura Viraha Sarpa Pashande Damsil Those who were filled with offenses and envy were also bitten by the snake of the Lord's separation. Omagana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Saksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Shindu Bayebacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from the Jagannath Healing Center the home of Leela Brindavan and Jamuna Bihari. And uh, it's really nice staying here. We have a morning and evening program, very short. In the morning, we always have our samsara prayers, so ecstatic to wonderful to chant the prayers to the guru and then a half hour class, like I do in Brindavan, those of you who've been with me in Brindavan. And then in the evening, we have a half hour of bhajans. So many nice things to nourish the soul. And Prabhupada always talked about that and, and we shouldn't fall into that same problem that we, the, you know, the owner who bought a beautiful bird cage and became more enamored with the bird cage and the bird and then polished the bird cage and then the bird died. And, you know, we're spending so much time on the birdcage and not enough to feed the soul. And really, death is really spiritual because death, material, the body, death is the illusion of material, uh, uh, death is the illusion of non-existence. So really, the real death is when you become disconnected from yourself. And disconnection from the self is due to misidentification with the body due to a desire to be the enjoyer and controller. You really become detached. And the tragedy of being detached from the self, and I've been using this analogy quite often the last few days, is a fish out of water. Fish is aquatic. Nothing works if it's out of water. 
We are spiritual. Nothing works if we forget our soul. So these activities to nourish the soul are just so important. But Maya illusion is so strong, it keeps on telling us something else. No, you'll be happy if you get this for the body. You'll be happy if you do that for the body. You'll ha be happy if you, so many different material things. So, and that's the mind. And as Krishna said, Arjuna said to Krishna, the Bhagavad Gita, it's, you know, how to control the mind. The mind is more difficult to control than the raging wind. But it is possible by po constant practice and detachment. Detachment, just, yeah, controlling the impulse for, in, uh, for superiority based on enjoyment and control where the consciousness goes outward to seek objects for that purpose rather than seek objects for service. And, and, and that's why karma yoga is purifying because you have attachments. So you, you're gonna want these objects, but you give some of it to God. And therefore you begin to overcome the very basis of illusion, which is that things are separate from God, which is based on our desire to enjoy and control. Because it's all about superiority. It's more about superiority than it is about sensual stimulation. Sensual stimulation that with the enjoyer only increases the desire for that, that sense of superiority. So it's so strong. And because of that desire for superiority, we want to see the world as separate from God because that's, that's what the superiority is. This is mine. And when you're actually enlightened and you actually see God, you actually see everything in relationship to God, that whole concept of superiority is kind of basically finished. So that's what Maya is. Maya is not this. Man, yeah, not this. Maya is basically based on sense gratification that due to sense gratification, and not just sense gratification, but the spirit of, of superiority gives us, we wanna see the world as separate from God so that we can appropriate it for this desire to, to, to enjoy and control. So it's so nice to have those spiritual programs that nourish the soul, nourish that concept. Talking the other day about fear you know, we have fear and, 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 and on the material platform, there is fear because in the material platform, your identity is with something that um, will disintegrate at a particular time. So really what life is on the material platform is just a march towards non-existence. And when that's, when that's the object, when, when, when that's the reality, then how can anything have meaning? Nasate vidyate bhavo nabhavo vidyate sita. Of that which is enduring is real and that which is temporary is unreal. It's unreal. If it's temporary, it's unreal. 
because you've just imposed the conception of reality on it. For example, the body as the self, it's unreal. It's not that the elements don't exist, but the concept that that is the person doesn't exist. So anything that is temporary is ultimately unreal. And that which is eternal is ultimately real. So when you identify with that, there's duality. In the, in the Bhagavatam, it describes how this all happens. Ishad upe tasya. Ishad means God. Upe tasya. We want to turn away from God. But how can you turn away from God if nothing is separate from God? That, I mean, the whole story of Pallad is God in that pillar? He said, yeah, of course. God is everywhere. So how can you turn away from God? You can only turn away from God in illusion or consciousness. So when you turn away from God, you also turn away from yourself because what we are is in relationship to God. So ishad upay tasya vipar yo smiti and, and, and you, you, when you turn away from God, you forget yourself. And then there's illusion. And then what happens from that illusion? When you start identifying the, the, the non-self as the self, vayam dvitiya, from that arises duality and fear. So when you start doing spiritual activities, you start doing activities that are based on the soul, you start to get relief. Because that identity, the person hearing Krishna Kata, the person serving Krishna, the person chanting Hare Krishna, the person worshiping the deity, the servant of Krishna, that doesn't end with the body. So you actually become fearless. That's why the whole Bhagavatam, the basis of it, the, the seminal question is, what is the duty of a man who's about to die and what should he not do? If you want to be fearless at the time of death, harinam anukirtanam, you, you engage in spiritual activities. And then you start thinking of yourself in terms of your real identity. And then therefore there's no death for that person, which is stated in the Bhagavad Gita. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by that change. When, when Prabhupada came to Vrindavan to leave the world, he quoted this verse. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by such a change. And then we saw him leave the body, not bewildered by such a change. So that's really the greatest tragedy. The greatest tragedy is not to have spiritual uh, knowledge. The second greatest tragedy is not to have realized that knowledge. <laughs> because then you suffer non-existence the illusion of non-existence. And what can be worse than that? I mentioned if like, my God, if one of us right now 
you know, loses our cell phone. It's like a tragedy. We lose one little gadget, it's a tragedy. Our car keys, it's a tragedy. But what about losing everything at once, including the false identity that you have? So that's the greatest tragedy. That's the greatest tragedy. Asochan anvasochas tuam pragyavadam shabhasase gatasun agatasun nanu sochantipante. Although you are speaking learned words, Arjuna, you're a fool. Because the wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. I wrote about this because people could think we're not, we have no empathy. The wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. What it means is we don't lament for the change of body. We lament that people are in ignorance and suffer it. And when a great soul leaves the body, we lament for our separation, not for that person. But when you don't, when you have ignorance, you lament for the person. The person is gone. The person is non-existent. So we really lament for ignorance because ignorance is the root cause of all suffering. And that's why Prabhupada had a movement based on transcendental knowledge. And that's why it's so important for us to cultivate transcendental knowledge. And Prabhupada's books are very, very important. And I was speaking about this to a person I asked this person in India to do some simple thing for me. Kind of a simple thing. And, you know, I have a relationship with them that I could ask them to do that. And it wasn't done. Oh, something came up, something came up. So I asked them, I said, well, you know, sometimes things come up and you can't do things. But I always check if, that, if there's not some defect in myself. And the way I check that is I ask two questions. If it was something that I really wanted to do, would it get done? Second question, if Sri Radha, Sri Krishna appeared to you and gave you some service, would it get done? And the reason I ask this question is because I'm always concerned that my false ego, the self-centered consciousness, doesn't guide what I do. And then rationalization, kicks in, Jumunajaya, this is a famous quote of mine, you probably already wrote it down. Rationalization is intelligence in the service of the false ego. To protect our conception, I'm not, and I said the reason this is so important because it's the foundation of bhakti. 
if you're selfish, there's no bhakti, no matter how many Radhe, Radhe, Radhe's you chant. Mm -hmm. And what's the antithesis of selfishness? Surrendered. Mm -hmm. Surrender, to put ourselves under the will and desires of those who we love. where their desire becomes the focus, not ours. And that's not codependence, because codependence is we do that, but we do it for ourselves because somehow the identification with the person makes us feel great. So somebody, a girl falls in love with a guy or a guy falls in love with a but they don't really care about that person. But the codependence is, is, is the, the submission to that person and the following their desires is because that relationship is important to their ego, not in term, not, not, not their self. So surrender is the foundation, that kind of consciousness of love, of focused on guru, focused on Krishna, focused on the absolute truth that is manifesting through that, focused on what is right. That's the foundation. So what Bhakti Siddhanta and Srila Prabhupada said is make sure you have a foundation. Because if you try to build a building where there's no foundation, the building will collapse. But if you build a foundation, even if you haven't yet built too much above it, there'll always be the foundation. You can always build on the foundation. You can't build on the building without the foundation. And that's our philosophy, Sharanagati, which literally means to go for shelter. It's the same thing as surrender to go for, our surrender is where there's shelter, where there is authority, not in telling us what to do, but to, 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 to enlighten us with what's right. <laughs> we don't experience that in the Western world. So we give the, we give the, the, the word a bad name. But a proper culture where your grandmother was just, you know, so experienced in life and, 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 you know, and you're in their presence and you ask for their wisdom and, and you, have, you have their care completely, then that's a different thing. But the thing about the foundation is you never see it. You see the building. It's like bhakti, that's the essence. So, so important to hear and develop our, 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 our relationship with God, our relationship with Krishna. Everything is based on good ideas. I once went to a yoga sutra class by Pradyumna. <coughs> Wow. He said, everything is based on good ideas and good ideas come from the Shastra. If you don't read the Shastra, you won't really have good ideas. And if you can't have good ideas, you can never change your mind. And if you can, if you can never change your mind, you can never be happy. <laughs> you have to have the right mind. And what's the right mind? A klishta vritti, 
thoughts that are not troubling. And what are thoughts that are not, not troubling? I like the things that are good for me and I don't like the things that are bad for me. And what is a bad mind? Klishtavritti. I like the things that are bad for me and I don't like the things that are good for me. And that's what we're struggling with. But don't think the struggle is the problem. It's the thoughts that have caused the struggle that's the problem. Because if we think the str struggle is the problem, then we give up the struggle. And we remain in that mindset that, that has not served us, that has not made us happy. So we have to hear Shastra. We have to be inspired by good ideas. And now we will start the Shastra. What a heavy verse. Those who are Ninda, Dwesha. Dwesha means hate and Ninda means offensive. Those people, the Raha Sarpa, Sarpa, Samf. At least I know that in Hindi. When someone goes, Samf, means a snake. <laughs> they do it with the hand too. Sarpa, Viraha. Even the Pashandi, those who are atheists, who are Ninda, Dvesha, they felt separation from Lord Chaitanya. Because now Lord Chaitanya is going and it's describing what people feel. And of course, his mother is devastated, his friends are devastated, the devotees are just devastated. But now even those who are opposed to him, sometimes that happens after a person's gone you start thinking of their good qualities but when they're with you you think of the one little thing in them that is in conflict with your false ego and you see that as the whole person i know this one family they they were they were always complaining to me about their father. He was too heavy, he was too... And he was a great devotee. He was a great devotee. He was too heavy, you know, and old men sometimes they have like, they're fixed in their ways and you know, it's, it's a generation gap. But then when he went, all they saw was, was his devotion, his dedication, and how they didn't see the other part. So sometimes that happens, the varaha, um, the, the, the separation is felt when a person is gone because we have a more realistic view then. And this is so important in Vaishnav dealings and just being real, realistic in the world. Everybody has a mixture of so many things. But when you come to Krishna consciousness, there's one thing you have that's more important than everything else. And that's the inspired side of Anukulyena 
Krishnanu, when you're connected to Krishna through a commitment to a lineage that connects one to Krishna and then somehow that energy of Krishna comes to you, then that one quality it's described in uh, Harinam Chintamani is more important than all the other qualities. Mm. Because that one quality is the goal. And that one quality will purify all the other qualities. Therefore, it says in the Shastra, Yasyasti Bhaktir Bhagavat Akinchana Sarvai Gunas Tattva Samasate Sara Harava Bhaktasya Kato Mahaguna Mano rite dasati babato. If you don't have that quality, then mano rite dasati. It's a charity of the mind using even the good qualities to gain superiority in the world. <laughs> all glories to the merciful Lord Gorsunda, the Lord of all. He expertly de delivered everyone. He expertly delivered everyone. Compassion. He made, he made a plan for everyone because there's compassion. And what is the basis of the compassion? The experience of the soul that makes you feel sorry that people don't have it. Mm. And if you don't have the experience of the soul, <clears throat> you'll just look at the material aspect. Actually, it may, it may not, you may feel bad for a poor person, but the person who sees the soul, he'll feel bad for the poor person, he'll feel bad for the rich person. Because he knows what he's missing. He's missing the soul. Please listen to this description of, of, of the Lord's acceptance of sannyas. Hearing this narration will destroy one's bondage resulting from fruitive activities. Destroy one's bondage. Because what is the cause of bondage? It's material consciousness. You get bound when you act against the soul. Just like a fish is out of water and there's a reaction. And what does the reaction say? You're in the wrong place. <laughs> so the pains we have just tell us we're in the wrong place. You're moving against the soul. So what happens is, is when you hear Krishna Kata, when you hear about God and you hear about the glories of Krishna, then what happens is you develop a desire to serve. And that consciousness destroys karma. Janma karma chame divyam evam yo veti tattvataha tattvadeham puna janma naiti mameti. One knows the transcendental nature of my birth and activities. Tattvadeham, when he gives up the body, tattvadeham puna janma naiti. Again, birth, never. When you understand, when you understand, that means and you, you know what is God and you desire to serve God and that enters into your heart so strongly. 
So he, it says, hear this. After crossing the Ganges, Sri Garanga arrived that day at Kantika Nagari, Katwar. One of the symptoms of Baba Bhakti is you want to see all the places of the Lord's pastimes. I personally hate to travel. <laughs> I just don't like that. I'm so happy now. It's going to be the winter. I can't, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. There's going to be a tremendous snowstorm here. And the world's going to announce that being inside is the best place to be. <laughs> so I never like to travel. It's my karma even though I'm a sannyasi, <laughs> even as a sannyasi, I just, you know, I go to Vrindavan, I stay, and I go to Mayapur for a couple of weeks. I don't, I don't move many places. Um, but now when I'm hearing the place where Lord took sannyasi, I want to see that place. And now I am in separation from Mayapur. I can't wait to go to Lord Chaitanya's birthplace and then go to the Chaitanya Mat, which is near where they left to take sannyas, the house of Lord Chaitanya's uncle, Chandrasekharacharya, where they used to do dramas. I don't know why Haridas Thakur played the policeman, but they all had dramas. And Lord Chaitanya would sometimes play Lakshmi. They couldn't even tell it was a man. To go to those places, the Jagannath Mandir and, and, and Kanga, Godrum Dweep. You, you just take a boat five, five minutes over the road, uh, uh, five minutes from, from the Iskon land, five minutes, and you're in another island called Godrum Dweep. What's that song? Barosuke Kabe Gai, Barosuke Kabe Gai. Nama Koda Nitai, Koda Nitai. Godrum Dweep. As instructed previously by the Lord Nityananda Prabhu, Gadadhar, Mukunda, Chandrasekhar, and Brahmananda Bharati each gradually arrived there. So he told some confidential associates that you you come you come where we we took the the um, where I'm going to take sannyas along with his intimate associates the Lord like a maddened lion arrived there to meet Keshavabharti why like a maddened lion because I think he was fired up to begin his mission. One of my god brothers said, you know, we may have been crazy at the beginning of the Hare Krishna movement, but we were fired up. <laughs> and we were fired up and we spread Krishna consciousness, the sacrifices that people made. It was like, I think Borijan asked Prabhupada to, uh, Prabhupada asked Borijan to go to China. They don't send you with money or anything. You just go and preach. I remember Radhanath Swami, Kirtanananda, basically kicked him out of New Vrindavan and told him, go preach. He said, well, I don't have any car. I don't have any money. He said, that's your problem. 
And he was so successful. I don't know if you know about his college preaching. Mm -hmm. It was, and I actually went with him. I visited New Vrindavan and I, I went with him on his college preaching tour around that area. And no one was successful like that before. It was amazing. And uh, so that enthusiasm. The, I remember one story. Prabhupada gave sannyas to these two young men. They were 21 and 22 years old. One was Guru Kripa, who is like kind of, and he had a broken nose. He's a little bit rough. The other was Yasodhanandana Swami, like French Canadian. Like they were kind of heavy. So they thought, let us take sannyas. So let us, so they went down to South India to defeat all the opposing philosophies. So they went and they met the Madhvacharya. Now the Madhvas, the way they take sannyas is they only have 16 sannyasis at a time, which are the Acharyas, the senior and the junior. And the way, you, way they do that is there's a special village of pure Brahmins and they check the astrological charts. That, so therefore in 500 years, no one has fell down. And they check the astrological charts. And then what happens is when there's a junior sannyasi and a senior sannyasi, when the senior sannyasi dies, the junior sannyasi becomes the senior sannyasi. And then they look for a new junior sannyasi. And they're generally about 12 or 13 years old when they take sannyas. And they can only bathe in a river. There's such a went went and this Pedra Swami, I, he may still be alive. He may be the only one that, I, you know, like, and it's, it's a whole history how they do it, but it was, the, it, he was like, he's considered like the most advanced. And I went to visit him also when I was in, in South India. And he came to Mayapur to Prabhupada's centennial. And, you know, he, they, they had to find him a hut to live in. And he only, it was the winter and only bathed in the Ganges. They have strict rules. They're like, it's like really strict rules. So you Sodananda Swami and Guru Kripa come in and then they pose the first challenge that Yasodhananda has said in his French Canadian accent. What are the three aspects of the absolute truth? Such a simple question. And Pedro Swami was just laughing. <laughs> he found it so amusing. <laughs> they thought that this was a challenging question. <laughs> But like Madden Lions, <laughs> they went to preach. So Lord Chaitanya is enthusiastic. Upon seeing the Lord's wonderful bodily effulgence, the pious Kesha Bharti stood up. Now, this is actually part of culture. When someone senior comes in, you stand up. 
And if you don't stand up, you lose part of your life because the life air will rise. So if you, this is, this is lok pramana. There's 10 pramanas and met, methods of evidence. The weakest is lok pramana. It's called village talk, <laughs> but, but it has some authority, but not much. But we, if, you, if your life air rises, if you don't stand up, it's, it, it, but you know, whether that's the fact, but the culture is definitely, it's not low pramana that you should stand up. There's just different ways to show respect, to create the relationship that you need to get knowledge. You know, it's not like you're laying on the bed and Guru Maj walks in and you say, uh, yeah, Guru Day, what are you? You got to get up. You got to stand up. So Kesha Bharti was the guru, but he stood up. <laughs> because he, it's the characteristics of Lord Chaitanya. He's so effulgent. He's so beautiful. Ajanu, Lambita, Bhujo. His hands are hanging to his knees. It's a sign of auspiciousness when someone has... Ajinu Lambito Bujo Kanikabitaro. He has a golden garment, Sankirtanaika Pitaro, and he's the father of Sankirtan, Vishvambaro, Dwijabaro. He's the maintainer of everything, especially our consciousness and devotion. Dwijabaro, he's the best of the Brahmins. Yuga Dharma Palo, he's the protector of the Yuga Dharma. Karanabhataro, he's compassionate. So he's so beautiful and he comes in. But the Lord falls flat, offering obeisances. Then with folded hands, he offered prayers. Oh, Master, please be merciful to me. You are the most compassionate deliverer of the fallen. Lord Krishna always sits in your heart. Therefore, you're qualified to give me Krishna, my life and soul. So that's the whole idea of bhakti. We get bhakti from those who have bhakti. That's the essence of Krishna consciousness. Sadhu Sangha. I always, I quote Borijan Prabhu a lot because he's such a, a good scholar, a nice devotee. But in the Govardhan retreat, he was talking about, in the Govardhan retreat, he was talking about Shivananda Sena's dog. And Shivananda Sena's dog goes back to Godhead. That's the story. And it's a very significant story because I think it's in the first chapter of the Antialila. And, and the, the first chapter of the Antialila is how to enter into the Antialila. Lord, Lord Chaitanya's, the whole story, it, it's, he's coming to fulfill his internal mission. Mm. And he's giving us the example how to succeed internally for ourselves. 
So I think it's a very significant story. And it begins with following the devotees that are going to the Dham, going to see Lord Chaitanya. And then Borijan makes a comment how this dog went back to Godhead. Because the dog joined the Prikram party and Shivananda Sena gave the dog shelter. And Borijan just made that point. We should act in such a way that the heart of a Vaishnav melts because then everything will come out. So what makes our heart melt? It's love. And when it's love from a, a, a junior, that love is service and respect from the heart. It, it, you know, when, when, Lord, when, when Rupa Goswami, who was number two men in the government, they were like countries, he was so big. And Sanatana Goswami was the chief minister and he was the home minister. These are huge, they were running the country. When they went to see Lord Chaitanya, they had a straw between their teeth. Dr. Fakir Mohan, I think, explained what that meant. I forgot, <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it's like the ultimate expression of humility. And when Lord Chaitanya saw him, he said, your humility is breaking my heart. It, in, in, when we were preaching in New Jersey, we made so many young people devotee, but one older, older Indian man came and he was a doctor in Mathura in 1950. And, you know, it's cross-culturally, it's hard sometimes for one, people from one generation to attract people from another generation in the modern age, because all these young kids were like punks and then they became devotees, you know, so the generation gap and then the cultural thing, because Indians have a certain way of dealing and, you know, it can be a turnoff sometimes. Everyone loved him. He just, he, he, he was so close with all the young people. So he came in my room asking for initiation. He's this old distinguished man and he's paying Dandavat Pranams and crying, <laughs> begging my mercy. I was so embarrassed. And then Rajiki Shore was there one of my disciples. And he said, now I know what Lord Chaitanya said to Rupa Goswami, your humility is breaking my heart. So Lord, Lord always sits in the heart. That's the whole idea of, of what is Vishuddha Sattva, the internal potency. I just got a, a, a A nice message this morning from my godbrother Parthasarthi Goswami. And they're very deep. They're all about bhajan. They're all about practicing Krishna. And he quoted something that Shudanam comes when our devotion attracts the internal potency of Krishna. And then everything becomes easy. <laughs> 
But what's the internal potency of Krishna? Vishuddha sattvam vasudeva shabditam. What is it called? Vishuddha sattva, pure goodness, the internal potency. Vishuddha sattva vasudeva, vasudeva. It's called Vasudeva, Krishna's father. So why is it named after Krishna's father? Because Krishna's father, Krishna appeared first in his mind and then in the mind of Devaki. So it shows that there's a way to act. There's a consciousness and that consciousness attracts Krishna's potency. And if you have that consciousness and relationship with people who have it, then that comes to you. And Lord Chaitanya knows that. So he looks at, at Keshav Bharti, who's going to take sannyas and says, Lord Krishna always sits in your heart. Therefore, you are qualified to give me Krishna, my life and soul. I have no desire other than the service of Krishna. Please instruct me accordingly. Tadvidi pratipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te gana gani nas tadpadarshan. Just approach a spiritual master, um, inquire from him, pratipatena, <laughs> surrender to him, and hear from him, because they have it, they can give it. So Lord Chaitanya playing the role of a devotee, look at the mood of how he approaches. The Lord's body seemed to float in waves of ecstatic love. The Lord then began to dance and cry out loudly. So he sees this person who is a great devotee or a great person and it affects his heart. He's in ecstasy. In that association, he's in ecstasy, waves of ecstasy. And when there's ecstasy in the heart, bhava anubhav comes. What follows are expressions of that ecstasy. Generally, actions follow emotion. And if actions don't follow emotion, the emotions can consume one. So we always see whether it's materially or spiritually, whether it's good or bad, I feel like killing you. <laughs> you know, you don't just sit with that anger. You're just like. <laughs> wow. Mukund and the other devotees began to sing as the son of Sachi danced in his own ecstatic mood. Millions and millions of people gathered there. No one knew where they came from. With unblinking eyes, they all continuously drank the exquisite beauty of the Lord's form. It's not just looking at the Lord, it's relishing it. It's like when you, you take a nectar drink. There's a great drink in India called Tandai. Tandai, well, I forgot what it is, but it's so exotic and you relish it, you drink it. You don't analyze it, you don't look at it. 
So that image of looking at Lord Chaitanya is taking it into your heart and appreciating, appreciating the beauty that is love for you. Krishna's beauty is love for us. He's beautiful because he wants to please us. And when someone looks at that and drinks that, and, and what to speak of Lord Chaitanya's beauty and love moving in a mood of service and love, moving by prema. So you can, they actually can see the prema because he's moving in that way. Millions and millions of people gathered there. No one knew where they came from. With unblinking eyes, they all continually drank the exquisite beauty of the Lord. I read that. The indescribable, wonderful flow of tears from the Lord's eyes cannot be described even by Lord Ananta. So we will continue with the ecstasy on um, I'm going to turn this because I have an audience here. So would anyone like to, I'm here on the side. Okay. Would anyone like to, Jimmy Hari is there too. Okay. Hey guys. Okay. okay. Where you are you? I'm over here. <laughs> you see me? Why are you? In, oh, Rati is not here today. Oh. He usually changes the screen. He probably went for a second. Okay, go ahead. I was saying, I can tell that the, the satsang is enlivening you because you were on fire today, Maharaj. I could barely keep up writing all the wonderful things from the class. But I think um, my quick two favorites is I always love when there's the thing about the devotees looking unblinkingly because they don't, they, they don't even want to look away. But then I also loved how you said that, uh, reminded us, that um, Lord Chaitanya uh, delivers everyone. And that the way that, I love that beautiful thought about the way that we can be compassionate to everyone is to see that true compassion is seeing that if someone doesn't have God in their heart, they need our compassion. And what a beautiful way to think of, like you said, the rich and the poor, the people we like, the people we don't like, they're worthy of a compassion if, if there's not God in, in their heart. So that's a beautiful way to think about being compassionate. And if we have God in our heart and therefore know what they're missing, mm. otherwise we'll just be envious if they're richer than us. <laughs> okay. Anyone else? Hi, Krishna. Hi, a couple things, couple things got my attention was um, one was, you know, the fact that you were saying that, our real desire is for a sense of superiority and that our desire for sense gratification is really only meant to facilitate that first desire. So I don't really have so much realization about that, but I think it's interesting to... to well, um, you know, the, the, you always get the one point that I made up by myself. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'll go through the whole lecture quoting everything from Shastra. 
and I make up one point myself out of my own realization and you pick it out. But I do think it is true. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. we see, we see that people always want bigger and bigger positions, no matter how much they have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's my own realization. Okay, yeah. I also, I also always appreciate um, your explanation of um, we lament, we, uh, a person of knowledge, they lament neither for the living nor the living dead. Living the dead, yeah. yeah. That's the lamentation, yeah. really. Yeah, and that it doesn't mean that we don't have compassion. Right, but we don't lament just for the change of body. We're right here. Yeah. We're right here across the road from us is a huge cemetery. It must be 20, it must be 20 30 acres. So I'm just thinking, you know, not that they died, but what was their consciousness? And then I had the realization that someone may be buried, a so called person may be buried in the plot many times. Very good realization. Very good. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Akinshina Bhakta. Thank you for the class. Thank you. Nice to see you. I, I still have to answer your question. I didn't get it to you. I got the letter. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj. Maharaj, the um, the idea that you can never be happy if you can't change your mind. You can never be happy if you can't change your mind. Yeah. Jamuna Jaya, write that down in your book. You can got never it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narmasaki here. Haribo. Haribo. Some good, good, good reception today. Yes, huh? yes. Yes, thanks, God. Thank you for the class. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Adibo. Adibo. Okay. Wait, Narmasaki, come back. Yes, Maharaj. Leela, you have to teach her. You have to teach <laughs> her how to make that rice. Okay? Yeah. That would be my pleasure, Leela. <laughs> she will have to give me her, her contact. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, I will. We'll have to go in the city, get someone to get the, the rice at a Persian store. And then, anyway, I know that it's not, it's not so easy, but if she tries many times, maybe she'll get it. <laughs> I'm sure she can do it. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Toto Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Oh, hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Okay, a few more people. We have a few more minutes because our schedule is pretty tight here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hi, Bo. Great. Wow, what great reception today. It must yeah. be some kind of mercy in the Middle East that the... <laughs> wow. Hi, Bo. Yeah. Thank you, Mara. Thank you, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hemagori. Hemagori, nice to see you. Nice to see you. 
Thank you. Aribo, great. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna. Raja Devi, Haribo. Hare Krishna, Gurudev. Thank you for the class and thank you for this. Uh, I don't know if I can, let me see, no. No, not possible. Never mind. I've got a lovely book here in my hands. I thought I could uh, show it to you, but I know how, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Never mind. Next time. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see you also. Uh, yes, but uh, I thought if I press this button, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. That's okay. You'll try next time. Haribo. A few more. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hey, great. You're in the class. That's wonderful. Nice to see you both. Nice class, Maharaj. Likewise, Thank you. Maharaj. Good, good. Haribo. Haribo. Anybody else? Well, Govinda. Thank you for a great class. Wait a second. Where's your internal potency? <laughs> She's getting ready for work. She had to step away. Uh, okay. Because generally... She's there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hi Thank you so much. Everyone. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have to go now because we have to have our Mongol Arctic, but nice to see everyone.